G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our Eurovision 2023 review and rank series. And it's all about Austria today. Yes, a country that holds a special place in our heart as we made our debut there in Vienna in 2015. Oh yeah, I was wondering where you are going to go with that. I was like, what, because we sound the same? <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's talk about the actual country in Eurovision in recent times, because obviously they've got a very long history. Now, uh, between 2014 and 2018, things were looking pretty great for Austria there. They had a 100% qualification record, they hosted the contest, they won the contest, and they even came third as well a few years later with Cesar Samson. They also had Zoe, which I just love. (laughs) Um, Since then, though, they have failed to qualify three times running with Panda, Vincent Bueno, and last year with Lumix and the very real Pierre Maria. So they will be hoping they can bounce back from those three NQs in a row. Yes. Well, who do they have trying to get them back in the grand final this year, though? They have Taya and Salina with Who the Hell is Edgar? Spiric, known professionally as Taya, is an Austrian singer-songwriter of Serbian descent. She was born in Vienna but did spend part of her childhood in Serbia. In 2019, under the name of Tay Devi, she applied to represent Austria at the 2020 contest, however was not internally selected. She submitted the song in the Serbian national final Bayovizia and was accepted, making the grand final and finishing in 10th place. In 2021, she was a participant in the Austrian talent show Starmania and finished in 8th place. It was there she met Selina Maria Edbauer, the Austrian singer-songwriter known professionally as Selina. In 2017, Selina participated in the 7th season of The Voice Germany, where she advanced to the dual rounds before being eliminated. In 2019, she also applied to represent (laughs) Austria at the 2020 contest, however she too was not internally selected. Her run at Starmania 2021 ended as part of the top 32. The pair head to Liverpool as they were internally selected by the Austrian broadcaster ORF. Oh, interesting. I remember Taya from Beavizia that year. Um, she had a great song. It was good. And yeah, really interesting to hear about their connections and how they ended up actually meeting. I was wondering how that happened. Yeah, I mean, they're both 25 years old. They both tried to be the representative in 2020 for Austria, were turned down. Both ended up going to Starmania, and here they are together representing Austria in 23. So obviously some good friends. Right, yes, and it's quite the entry. So let's start talking about the pros of this song. And I'll kick us off. It is catchy as hell. Like, how many hooks does this thing have? Like, you've got the po-po-po bit. You've got the the instrumental. You've got the who the hell is Edgar moment. You've got the 0.003. There are so many elements to hook onto, to like about the entry, and you get it from the very first listen, especially the po-po-po bit. Yeah, it's just pure earworm, isn't it? And I think it's humanly impossible once you've heard the words po-po-po-po to actually get it out of your head. It's going to be in there for years. Now, one thing I really love about this is there's an actual message wrapped up in this ridiculous, catchy pop song. It's delivered with humour, but there is some substance here. 
Yeah, just quickly, I had to put that in there because I agree, we've, you've said it, but the message is so good. It's one of my favorite messages ever of a Eurovision song. Uh, wrapped in, it's just so clever. It is so clever. Um, I also want to mention, other to, on top of the hooks, you've also just got that intro. The way that, that is introduced, you're going to get um, people immediately going, what is this song? With the way it starts with like, the who, who the hell is Edgar? Like in the build up to that too. Immediately people are like, what? What's going on? What is this song? And you've got to grab people's attention and it does it from the very start. Mm, I'm going to say both performers are very, very good vocalists. We've seen they can sing this and they can sing it really, really well. So I think audiences will be very impressed on a vocal level as well. Yeah, I've got that too as well. Um, but also, I think, and we'll get to the drawbacks, there is a chance this could get a bit messy. But what I want to say on a pro point is, even if this does get a little bit messy... I just think it's so good that it'll still get through and it will still do okay. I think we saw a song from Austria last year that was very fun and catchy. Um, maybe it was a little messy and didn't quite come together live. But even if that happened with this, I just think it's just too good. People would forgive it. I think I've always said with heartfelt ballads or whatever, yeah, you kind of got to be straight on. If you're jumping around and having fun or whatever, people will forgive it a little bit, I've got to say. One of the big things here for me, tally vote appeal is what stands out. It's not purely Televote, we'll get to that later a bit perhaps as well. The high BPM Eurobeat just catches you and the hooks keep you there and the whole thing has a sense of fun and whimsy that just screams Eurovision. And also you've got that dance, right? Like I'm hoping they have dances or something to make that all sort of come together a little bit because it's fun, it's quirky, it's very TikTok-y even though it's taking off TikTok at the same time. That's what's so meta about the whole thing. Um, but I think that can work as well visually on top of the po-po-po bit as well. Shall we get into some of the possible drawbacks on this one, Dale? Like, this is not the most sophisticated piece of music, <laughs> Dale. On first impression, it can come across as very lightweight. It's not immediate what the song is about. So it could come across as a bit of an in-joke that you're not getting if you're just a first-time viewer. Yeah, and I also think there's a lot of work to do here. Like, yes, it's not sophisticated, and yes, it's fun, but it's actually quite a complicated vocal thing that they're going through, and there's potentially a lot of things maybe happening on stage. And I think especially with two artists... I think it just adds the more complexity to the whole thing. So there's a lot of room for this to go wrong. Yeah, and I'm going to say with staging as well, the song does have a natural narrative, but I think it's a difficult one to translate to a large stage. The music video brings the whole thing together for me, and the vast majority of the audience will not have seen that video. So you've got to somehow get that message across. Otherwise, perhaps you're not going to really really get the potential vote you could out of this song and let's face it austria can be a little hit and miss when it does come to staging that's true and i weirdly think it could be quite dinky because i i mean pre-parties are nothing to go by right but if i'd never seen the video before and the first time i ever saw this was uh, that live those live performances i would be discounting this like it just i mean like how are you going to stage this exactly like yes they they can't dance, can they? With I mean, with the mics, because they're doing the dance without mics in the vi in the video. Are they going to have mics? Are they going to have he headsets? Like, how are they going to actually do that? And I'm not sure that when I've seen those pre-parties, they're both good vocalists, but they're not owning the stage. They're not owning the space. That are really like the really top artists are doing that at pre-parties. 
Now, this should negotiate the semi-final pretty easily, I'd imagine, so let's talk about jury appeal. They are good vocalists, so there's some appeal there, and juries do reward overall impression as well, so if they get the staging right, there's something, but I just can't see them rushing to reward this composition. It is a little bit lightweight. Yeah, even with the message, like I just think it's potentially slaughter level potentially with the jury here um we'll see how it goes of course and even though i do think they both can sing i do particularly find when they're doing the ghost in my body vocal a little odd i hope they have backing for that rather than sing it themselves i don't like it i actually feel a bit uncomfortable with it um not in a um not not uncomfortable (laughs) as in like oh this is really problematic or something i just I don't like the sound of it. I just don't think that sounds good uh, when they sing it live. And it's not like it's a bad vocal. I just think it sounds off. I disagree. I I would focus on the song. I think it's a really good opportunity for them to show what they can do vocally and perhaps get some uh, jury points. I think you've got to focus on that tally vote and I think don't complicate it. But I do think there's a lot of room for the vocal to go wrong, uh, particularly with both of them with a high energy song as well. Uh, So I don't know. I just have some doubts about that. As always, Dale, the Review and Rank series isn't just our opinions, it's also that of our wonderful Aussie Vision contributors, and what have they thought of Taya and Selena? Well, the Aussie Vision team ranked all the entries first to 36 as we don't vote for Australia, and they have placed Austria in... Third place. I knew this was going to get the podium. I just (laughs) knew it. And it seems to be very consistently up there in that top three to five type of areas. So doesn't surprise me. All right. So we had 15 of the 21 that we know in the top 10. We had 12 top fives. So half the votes that we know are in the top five or over that. And the worst place was 20th. Okay. Well, this is hitting home with the team, isn't it? So who are we hearing from today? We're hearing from Emma and we're hearing from Craig. I must admit, I was thinking, what the hell, after hearing Who the Hell is Edgar for the first time. But after a couple more listens, and learning that the song is a satirical statement on the music industry, I was hooked. This song has everything a good Eurovision song needs. Intelligent and catchy lyrics, singers who can actually sing, and a video with viral dance moves. I will be very interested to see whether they try to recreate the theme of the video for their live performance. I also worry that it may go over the head of the casual once-a-year viewer. But I'm hooked on this, and I'm yet to meet anyone who doesn't like it. I predict a top five finish for Taylor and Selena this year. I've been trying to think of things to say about this that aren't already massive cliches, and it's kind of (laughs) hard. Like, yes, this is very witty. Yes, this has a fantastic video. Yes, it even has a message that nobody on the night is going to notice because they're all just voting for po, 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 po. What gets a little bit overlooked in all this is that you can't be this silly and off the wall unless the musical fundamentals are rock solid. And they so are here. This is such a great pop song. Every single verse and chorus is introducing new musical elements that keep the listener intrigued. No idea how they're going to stage it. The pre-party performances, despite being vocally good, have been a little bit awkward without the narrative from the video there. But who cares? This is great. This is going to be at Euro Club for the next 5 million years. It's a fan favourite. To misquote Bob Cadder, let a thousand disaster blops bloom. Quote the Raven, Vienna 2024. Maybe. There's a couple of things I think were consistent with both of them there. It's a great, catchy pop song, no doubt. 
They both think the message is great. They both think on the night people won't have any idea about the message there as well. And they both have concerns about staging. Yeah. And I, I kind of agree with Craig. You could have the most compelling message in the world, but everyone's just going to vote for Pope, 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 Pope on the night. And who cares? As long as you get the votes, you'll get the votes. Exactly. It is that damn catchy. All right, Dale, I'll kick us off in our wrap and rank on this one. There is an undeniable instant appeal to this entry. It's ridiculously catchy and fun, and I think that will go down very well with the party vibe in Liverpool. Both artists seem like very competent vocalists and great people to match, which is always nice to see. For me, the song is an enjoyable Europop number, and I like that there's a message in there too. I get that people really love it, but I'm just not going for the hype like many others. It's still a very good entry from Austria, and if the staging is half decent, they should get a very, very good result. I've given Who the Hell is Edgar 13th. 13th, not bad. Yeah, not bad. Not, not bad. I was a bit worried about what you were going to do with this, because I was like, <laughs> if you're going to be the lowest voter, then we're going to have to have words. I'm just seeing a lot of podiums for this. I'm seeing a lot of people saying this is pretty much guaranteed top five. Oh, there's a lot can go wrong. And ultimately, look, it's a little bop, and it's not exactly... You know, a cultural reset here, people. Calm down. (laughs) Well, I bloody love this. (laughs) Uh, This might have the most hooks of any song this year and, you know, any song for some time at Eurovision. It's just full of them. It's just a whole fishing lake full of hooks here. It's stupid and it's amazing and it's clever all at the same time. And I just absolutely love that about it. It's a real moment. It was a real moment when it was released as a music video. I stopped on the way home. I went into a pub. I had a beer and I watched it and I was immediately, what is this? I love it. It's fantastic. I am actually quite concerned about how this is going to go. This is not going to, I don't think, get a very good result at all. But I do think it'll make the final. But I do think this is going to be a little bit messy. Um, And I don't think it'll matter in the long run because it will be a great song that everyone will love for years to come like craig said uh it's a moment i love it it's my fifth place okay so top five for you i'm not surprised it is very good i didn't want to sound negative about it because no, it is very good. It's still good yeah. and same for me fifth i think it's fifth i don't think people saying rustled on fifth are you crazy mm. we got to see this staging girl like this could be a mess so i need to wait and see uh, but i tell you right now i really think this is not going to do as well as people think. I think Verona got a lot of top threes in 2017. Don't forget about that. But it will safely get through. But I wouldn't even be surprised if it's really quite right-hand side of the scoreboard just amongst the, mm. the entries. Yeah, but the studio version is bloody fantastic. Oh, though, studio version, top five, 100%. Love it. And I hope, I, I hope the amazing women can bring it and um, it does as well. It has the potential to. Yeah, looking forward to seeing this one on the stage. Bring it on. Thanks for joining us. As always, thanks for joining us and thank you for your support. You can follow us on our social media channels at AussieVisionNet. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 Aussie Vision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later.